Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Byron Leftwich is, as of right now, not the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Although, believe me, I've made many, many calls on this the last couple days. And when the internet was going crazy on, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday night. I can't remember. Oh, I was so yes. frustrated because, like, you know, I thought I had a good chance. And I was like, I got scooped. And it was all over. And then no one would confirm it. And I'm like, I must suck. And then it just <laughs> wasn't true. And then you saw all this stuff with Balky yesterday about maybe he was getting fired. And they were bringing Adrian Wilson. They have not requested to speak to Adrian Wilson yet. They have not had contact and bulky is still employed and I don't get the sense what unless something no crazy bullshit. happened I don't get the sense that any Leftwich and the Jaguars are closing in on anything yeah that means they're going to sign today that's Ian Rappaport NFL Network yeah and by the way, he acknowledges, he didn't mention him, but he acknowledged Dilla on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Got him making phone calls. Yeah. I like it, man. <laughs> so there you go. Living the dream, man. Love it. I'll tell you what, though. What he just said is another story I heard today. But I'm telling you this right now. I've heard three different stories today. Mm. And I really have. Like, I've really heard three different stories, two of them, like, within an hour of each other. I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? And that's what sparked our earlier conversation of what do we really know? Mm -hmm. um, and I've heard stuff the same, like, hey, <laughs> this Byron Leftwich stuff, while could happen, maybe would happen, is on the radar, is nowhere near where everybody was saying it was. Yeah. And that's what basically in Rappaport just said, is that this thing ain't even close to getting done on the Leftwich front. Um, and I'm not telling you I believe that, because I don't believe anything I'm hearing right now. I just factor it all in. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've heard that theory that they're not close. And so we hear all this stuff. You hear stuff. We hear stuff. Yes. Fans hear stuff. Everybody likes to talk. Well, speaking of stuff real quick, can we open the envelope? No, not yet, man. Is We need a hire. Can, okay, but g give me this hint, though. Is that guy, okay, people should know this by now, but if you're just new to the show, Brent Martineau put in a name in an envelope of who he thinks the next head coach of the Jets. No, 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 that's not it. It was who I was told. Okay. Is the next tip. Oh, oh. That's why I put it in an envelope. Okay. So Brent was told by somebody. Yes. <clears throat> Dave Caldwell. No, this kidding. was last Tuesday. like January 19th, 2.30 p.m. Okay. That somebody it was a done told deal. you that was a done deal. And, well, I mean, if, that's not a good sign, though. Or heading the way of it. Okay. Okay. Heading that way. Has that, is that coach in the envelope, has he already been, like, is he on another team? Well, I'm not going to say that. Well, because if he is, then it's pointless. Well, there's two like, coaches. If, well, if it's... Uh, but if the coach is already on Denver or Chicago, then what are we doing? Well, what are we doing is we're going to open that envelope when the Jags make a hire. Okay. Then we're going to open the envelope. But I feel like it's going to be a bummer if it was like Eberflus or Hackett and we're like a week down the line so waiting on a coach and it turned out to be one of those guys. Well, I mean, okay. yeah, I will be mad win. when we open it. It's like Nathaniel Hackett. I'll be, be like, a little oh. disappointed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be a little disappointed. Dangling this carrot for two weeks. This yeah. wasn't. This wasn't, by the way... 
this envelope thing. Tell more. This envelope thing was not to make you guys happy, excited, play with your feelings. This you put it thing, in an envelope and said we're going to open it. When they, that's, that's, that's all it's doing to us. I just wanted to tell you last Tuesday when I was told something. Okay. Never told you who told me. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't. Trusted, but only one person. I don't go on one source. Okay. And I wanted to put it in an envelope. Yep. So you guys would know that I heard something. Let's okay. see if it comes to fruition. Okay. So I didn't. So you, I wasn't making it up down the road. Like I no, didn't want for you sure. to think that I was. No. I was so, like, oh yeah, I got told that two weeks ago. No, no I put it in an envelope. Yeah. So it's something that you've been sitting on for a while. I get that. Yeah. My but point though is I can't help the who names. It is. No, but I'm saying if the name is already like off the table, then what are we doing? Well, I'm not saying it is off the table. Okay. I'm just saying if, it, if the name's off the table, I'm be disappointed. <laughs> and, and, and take that probably well, one. By, by the time we open it, the name could be off the table either way. Okay. The Jags aren't moving too quickly here. They're, they're not moving too quickly. <laughs> but I'm just saying if it if it starts with an M and ends in an Eberflus <laughs> or, or starts with an N and, and, and starts with a, uh, ends with a Hackett, I'm not going to be... <laughs> The most pumped up about things, just to let you know. That's fine. I can't do anything. J- Jim Harbaugh? C- Casey, he's, Casey got up against the light right now, everybody. He's kind of trying to cheat. What do you see, Casey? Is it a marker? Or you, you, Why did you write this on? It's like impossible to see anything. He probably used a pencil or some kind of mystery ink. <laughs> mystery ink. Listen, again, I, I, I'm not, I don't care if the guy gets hired Yesterday, tomorrow, Monday, yeah, and then the Jags announce it. We're not opening that envelope until the Jags announce their coach. Okay, I'm just saying though, d- don't act like we can't. We were supposed to downplay this thing. You just can't come in the station, write something on envelope, and say, "Hey, I heard something. Going to put it down here. Let's see what happens." Like we're intrigued. I, it's I, like you Christmas. should be intrigued. I was intrigued enough to put it in an envelope because yes. I want to check my sources. Okay, this is more to be like, "Hey, I either trust you or I don't." Okay. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Like, but I just thought that if I didn't put it in an envelope and give it to you guys, then you guys would think when I said, hey, I was told two weeks ago this was the guy, yeah. then you'd be like, yeah, whatever, Brent. That's what everybody says, which is true. That's what everybody says. I'm telling you that it's in the envelope what I said, whether I'm right or wrong, or whether they were right or wrong, really, is uh, we're going to find out if this uh, is I don't, a good I don't, source I don't think not. it's Byron. It says Daryl Bevel. Does it really? I have no idea. I can't oh, see it. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I'll give you a hint. It does not say Daryl Bevel. That's it. Could, could say Bill O'Brien. We don't, we don't know. All right, listen. We don't know. I'm fascinated in the process here, right? And we're all trying to figure this out. And by the way, we're about to get into a situation this week. Okay. That this weekend, mm-hmm. and you're not going to hear anything. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to go dark. They might already be in the dark stages. Like, we feel like we're there. Uh, like I said, the roller coaster has stopped before the ride is done, and we've got a technical issue. Um, <laughs> that always stinks, too, right? Especially if you're at the top of the hill. Yeah. Or like upside down. Yeah, we're like dangling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now. What the heck? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think because of the, there is a real nature of preserving the wild, the, the playoff weekend. Mm-hmm. I think tomorrow you could still get something, but there's a lot of folks that I talk to say, hey, man, it doesn't happen by today. It ain't happening until Monday. Mm. Um, and again, maybe the Rappaports, the Schefters, the whatever, leak something out. So I think this has really slowed down. I think that's pretty obvious. I don't think you have to be a, a brain surgeon to figure that out, right? Yeah. I mean, here we are at 4 o'clock on Friday. This is some 72 hours now after everybody thought we we're headed toward Byron Leftwich, and it is stalled. Mm-hmm. So what is going on and what happens now? 
What's your theory on, on really where we sit right now? Like, now we get into the theory part. What do we think instead of what we know is happening right at the moment? Shad Khan wants to retain Trent Balky. Byron Leftwich wants to bring in his own guy. Standoff. So you get to stand up between the two sides, posturing a little bit with uh, Jimmy Sexton, the agent of Leftwich, yes. the folks uh, for Shad Khan. And, oh, and maybe posturing from Shad Khan's side, too, from getting Nathaniel Hackett in a second interview, possibly. Possibly. Or maybe they add more. Sure. Maybe they're like, hey, maybe they're reading the tea leaves and being like, listen, you might be going for an interview for the Saints, but I don't think you're getting that job. Dennis Allen's getting that job. I'm going to take my chances, and I'm going to say, we'll hold off here a little bit. We're going to actually even interview another guy. Cool. Uh, so, you know, maybe. To your point. That, Are there any more the interviews standard. set up right now? Not that we have heard of, no. I well, don't think there's anything reported Let's get there. on it then. I mean, <laughs> Meanwhile, Josh McCown is getting a second interview in Houston. Yeah. How about that? Well, because uh, no... Uh, okay, yeah, and that's... I think so, everyone's re requesting Josh McCown besides them. So. Yeah. Well, and Trent well, Bulky talk. That's right. Yeah, Trent Bulky had a conversation. That's right. <laughs> if I wasn't ticked off enough already, that's right. Trent Bulky did talk to Josh McCown. Is that... Open the open the letter. It might say Josh McCown, and then I'll flip out. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be awesome. This table over, and I'll, I'll walk out. That'd be awesome. Okay. All right. So, so you think they're at a standoff? Oh, gotta be. Now, let me ask you. I know you thought about this enough to know. Where do you think it goes from right now at four o'clock on a Friday to, I don't know, um, over the weekend into early next week, and, and concluding? Like, where, what's the map now? That what does it look like? Okay. Well, see, there's to me, there's two roads that you can take right now with what's going on, I think. I think Byron Leftwich could be all but done, and they're vetting out the process and looking for new GMs to try to, you know, f fulfill, because you have to get the... You know, I, I read that... I think you might have mentioned it, too. With the Rooney yeah. rule, they have to interview at least two black GMs. Two minorities. Yeah, minor oh, I'm sorry, two, two minorities. And, and although um, Adrian Wilson could be one, you still yeah, have, have, have to interview another, another one. Yes. Um, so there could be that process right now. Keep in mind, we're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. You don't put anything out there in terms of who they're interviewing in, in GMs or head coaches. Now, it leaks sometimes. Maybe this is under wraps right now, and they're interviewing GMs just to kind of fulfill that role. Um, and it will be Wilson and Leftwich. That's one road that I think you can take. And I think the other road is going to be there's going to be a standoff until somebody flinches. And I, and if that's the road you want to take, I don't think Shad Khan's going to flinch in terms of bulky because if we've gotten here to this point, if you've incurred all the negative publicity, all the negative optics, not just from a local level, but from a national level, which Shad Khan might care about, if he's incurred all of that, and he still hasn't made a move on Trent Balky, then I think Trent Balky might be here for the long run. And if that's the case and Shah Khan doesn't budge, then I don't see, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I did in the beginning see Brian Leftwich saying, okay, I can still win with Trent Balky. I don't care. I'm the head coach and, and, and I'm the culture setter. Just tell him to stay out of my way. That's what I envisioned when Brian Leftwich was going to come here. I didn't envision Byron Leftwich to bow up and say, well, no, I want to get my own guy. Now, once again, we don't know that for sure, just what I'm thinking is happening right now. So I think if it's Byron Leftwich and there's a standoff, what's to stop Byron Leftwich from coming, going back to Tampa Bay? I, I think he'll have an idea of Tom Brady's coming back better than anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think if Tom Brady does go back, I think Byron Leftwich has a chance to be um, a successful offensive coordinator for another year. So if that does happen, then you, they open it up again. Because all their finalists are well, gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then they would have to open it up again. And then, hey, let's bring on the bad optics, right? Ooh. Woo. Can you imagine? Woo. 
Can, hey, can you imagine the memes I'm going to make? What kind of, old, hey, what kind I'm of roller coaster? Dark. I'm running out of roller coaster. I'm just saying. We could have done things. shock your head coach. I, I mean, I will, make a, I will make a two-hour meme video and post it on just YouTube on the ESPN 690 channel with all the swear words. Can just you wait. imagine? Go ahead and subscribe while can you're Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, right, no, my no, turn. The, okay, no, honestly, though, what happens, Brent? What, what happens if Byron Leftwich goes back to Tampa Bay and says, no, thanks, I'm all set? What, um, like, what do you, what do you, okay, I mean, honestly, like, yeah. uh, real talk, what do you think the reception's going to be from a uh, local level, but also, but more importantly, from Shai Khan's, you know, sake, a national level? Yeah, I think, um, I, I think if that were to be the case, I really think that would bring in guys like Peterson and Caldwell back in play. Hmm. I really think that'd be the play. I don't think Bevel's in play here. Okay, so I know when people are kind of half kidding and half like, oh my gosh, right? I don't think he's in play. Uh, I think, so I would say it goes back to those guys. And uh, uh, by the way, I do think it brings in a guy like Kellen Moore, like those guys that are out there still that have interviewed. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't believe Bill O'Brien. I think that thing's gone in the wind. And so I would eliminate Bevel and I would eliminate um, Bill O'Brien. Okay. And then I would look at the others. Now, if the Fangio stuff is true, could that be in play? I mean, again, I don't think so. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I just think you're, you've got to look at everybody that then has you've seen their names. But there are other candidates out there. You know, that's my point. And the interesting part is, like, like the Miami Dolphins aren't looking at any of the Jags candidates, I don't think, right? It's McDon McDaniels, it's Dable, and, and who else? Oh, there's one other guy. Oh, the, the dude. Um, no, you said the guy from... Uh, McDaniels, Dable, and there's a third person. Is it the Rams OC? I don't know. But yeah. Houston... Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. And so Houston is on McCown, apparently might be on the Rams OC. Minnesota, I think, has turned, uh, has looked into the Rams OC. The Giants have, like, Dable on it. Quinn's not going to be a part of it. I think uh, somebody else Leslie just had... Leslie Frazier. Uh, Frazier, and somebody had uh, Flores as well yeah. in the mix. So, again, like, these other guys, like Caldwell, Peterson, well, we're not hearing their names. For, okay, real quick, though. With Minnesota, how much have we heard about Minnesota? Not much. But they hired the Peterson, GM just like two days ago. Okay. Do you think Peterson's the guy in Minnesota? Even I though thought that, all that along that maybe he would make me be. upset because then it takes my pick away from New York. But do you think Peterson's the guy in Minnesota? It's all about a formality, and that's why you haven't heard much about his name. And that's why Minnesota hasn't really been loud on the, the head coaching front. I think, but I, I also think this is a new GM that we don't really know what he thinks. And he's been given the power there, it looks like, right, as, yeah. as the guy making the call. So I don't know what he knows and what he thinks. And I think right. he's going to have his own pool. So, Because okay. um, I didn't pick Peterson going anywhere, so I wouldn't lose out that one. And I already lost the Vikings on just strictly the coach. I'll tell you what, though. He's trying to win. I'd be really know? stunned if, like, Peterson doesn't get anything in the cycle, and it might be headed that way. All right, well, it's my turn, okay? Let's get it. So, so you think we could end up back there, almost at square one. But not really because he interviewed some, so you could pull from other people to bring in for a second interview. But you, you're, basically what you're saying is, at the very least, we could end up in a spot that we're doing second interviews still next week. Yeah, right? I, I mean, yeah, that's, that, uh, I gave us two roads. That's one road you can go down, yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, here's, here's mine, okay? Here's what I think is happening and happens. And I just want to make this perfectly clear. We've heard a lot of different things. This is my thought on it. <laughs> All right? Sure. My thought. I think a lot of the smoke at the end of the day is real. I also think that there's procedural things. This is corporate America, in essence, that slow this stuff down. I also believe that I wouldn't be surprised if the side said, hey, stop the posturing. We've, we want to work together. 
Let's figure this out, get this stuff done. But let's leave all the, hey, this guy's going here and he's going to interview here and, and we got to go get another interview with this. Let's, it, it could be shot and Jimmy Sexton say, hey, listen, we're on the same page, but we got to now make this work. And it's going to take a few days to make it work. Let's stay quiet, mm. okay? Mm. Uh, because we know you don't have another job offer and we want you, but we got to make this other stuff work. And so I believe the first shoe that will drop is the firing of Trent Baalke. I then believe the next shoe that drops is Byron Leftwich agrees to be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. I then believe the next shoe that drops is Byron Leftwich, Shad Khan, say, hey, we got to go open this up for a GM search. They interview three candidates, however many you want. You do that pre pretty quickly. And by early next week, mid to next week, if it's Adrian Wilson, fine. If somebody else blew him away, fine. And uh, Byron Leftwich is the head coach with a new GM in Jacksonville. That's what I, that's my theory on it. That's what I think. I think there's plenty of smoke. I'm still not off the, I am not like everybody else who believes Bulky's hanging around. I shouldn't say everybody else, but some, and including yourself, that think Bulky's hanging around. I think uh, what they have heard over the last month, what the league tells Shad Khan, no matter what he wants to buy into or believe from Bulky, he hears from everybody else. And I think that will win at the end of the day. And I don't think Byron Leftwich is just going to come here to work with, with Balky. I think he's going to set himself up for success. I think ba Byron Leftwich is the best option for the Jaguars as of now. And uh, I think this thing gets done by the middle of next week. But now, if you're going to this late in the game, and we can criticize how that happened and all that stuff, but this late in the game, fire Balky, then you now have to procedurally open things up that take some time. And you want to leave that out of the media as, as much as you can. So keep an eye on this. If I'm right, the next thing that happens is most likely paperwork of some kind will get filed with the NFL. And then the national guys are probably going to tweet that out of some, or find out. And they'll know that the job is open. But what I think the Jags are trying to do is do this all at once under a quiet umbrella so they can, instead of let Bulky just get lambasted with parties all over Jacksonville, put in the same press release that, hey, Trent Bulky's been relieved of his duties. We appreciate his job over the last couple of years. We have hired Byron Leftwood to be the next head coach. And we have either opened up the GM search or... We have hired the GM if they can even wait that long to do it. Yeah, so isn't that what's happening right now, then, you think? Where I think that's what's in play, yeah. But I'm saying right now, do you think they're interviewing candidates? I, I don't know if I'll go as far as I think they're interviewing candidates because I don't know if they have formally said we've moved on from Bulky. To, to, you can't interview candidates without an open job. Like, I, can't, okay, so I, can't open, I can't interview a replacement for you or for Casey if the job isn't open. Sure. So then you think right now Shad Khan is posturing with what then? He's not posturing. He's just, okay. they, they've agreed to say, they, both sides have agreed. The left which side, again, this is what I think. Okay, I just no, want to make no, this no, clear. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get a feel what, for what you think. No, I just want to yeah. make sure the listeners know I'm not saying this is what's happening. Yeah. This is what I think is happening. Yeah. I think they have agreed to say, hey, we, this is going to take a few days. Settle it down. We let us fire bulky first. Okay. Let that procedural stuff go. Byron, then all this stuff goes into play and the wheels start spinning for the next GM. Because Byron's not going to agree to the job, in my opinion, until left until uh, bulky is gone. Sure. Right? You want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And so the first shoe that has to drop. What I don't know, Austin, to be honest with you, in my theory is why hasn't that part got out yet? And that's if what I'm that's saying. happening. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm not sure. But I think the last thing I said is really true. If the Jags had their way, 
and nobody were to know about it, I think they would ideally like to issue a release that says Balky has been let go. Byron Leftwich, really, they would lead with Byron Leftwich hired as the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. We appreciate Trent Balky's services here in Jacksonville. He has been removed. We will now start the process of hiring a GM, Trent Balky and Shotcon together. Gotcha. You know what I mean? That could be a Monday press release, and then it's three days down the road before you have your GM. It's next Friday when you have your introductory press conf- conference with everybody. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just wondering why they haven't done that today. I can't answer that question. Yeah. I, but I don't think that eliminates my theory. No, 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 not at all. But I just think, well, if that's the plan. To be honest with you, they could have already done it. Or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to... I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've thought about it a lot. We all think about it a lot. What's really going on? And I've just tried to <laughs> look through everything. Um, and I've heard I could be so far off, <laughs> like even to the point where, like Ian Rappaport's saying, that Leftwich might not even be in the mix that much. That's where my theory comes into play. Like he might not even be in the mix that much, like I've heard. So and so and Ian Rappaport said that. So um, so then who's in the mix then? I know if not, that's a thing. Like. I mean, okay, l- let's play scenario number three. Has it always been Jim Caldwell? Has it always been Doug Peterson? And for whatever reason, they're trying to get their ducks in line. Maybe they're trying to go after coaches. Maybe they're trying to get a vibe of the side that they want to bring on. Yeah. Um, I think it could be quietly. I, I don't think so. I don't think. Okay. I think if it's. I think if it wasn't Byron Leftwich or if Byron Leftwich wasn't as high on their list as everybody thinks, I think Hackett was probably high on their list. Okay. But I do think in the back of his mind, potentially here, Shad said, I do have a guy like Peterson and Caldwell that I can go back to if this thing all blows up. And I think that's in his back pocket because, quite frankly, it doesn't look like those guys are going to get hired. So, anyway, those are just, I mean, again, we're just trying to uh, work theories here yeah. as we sit on a Friday. Uh, I... I think it's all up in the air. I think you go a, a lot of ways. I'll, I'll repeat, if you missed the early part of the show, and I've told these guys in breaks and before the show, I heard three different things today, and two of them like an hour apart. And, and it just goes back to me like, what do we know? Well, right, honestly, we're sitting here on a Friday late afternoon, and we don't know much. And Saturday and Sunday, I think, are going to be pretty quiet. And I think it's going to be a painful weekend for Jags fans because I don't think they're going to know a whole hell of a lot all the way into Monday. You guys trust Ian Rappaport here with what he's saying? What's he? Yeah. Well, no, just like with the audio. Casey said that like, you think it's more. Rep report said that maybe there's not enough interest in Byron Leftwich. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I trust him, but that's just my theory. That's your theory too. So you're kind of sharing the same theory. Okay. Yeah. Jason, I will say this, guys. Okay, and this is my opinion. And I know we differ a little bit. Yesterday, I don't know how you feel after thinking about it through it today. Okay. Jason Maloney says, "What happens when New Orleans offers Byron today?" I don't think that's happened. Okay. I I don't believe. I really believe that the New Orleans Saints are hiring from within. Like, I really do. I think they have candidates in place that make sense to take over for Sean Payton. They have built a good coaching staff for, from Dennis Allen to even like a Pete Carmichael. Heck, even Darren Rizzi is well-respected as a special teams guy in New Orleans. I think they love that staff, and I don't think they're going to flip the staff by bringing somebody in. I think continuity wins the day in New Orleans. That's just, again, just a theory of mine. Yeah. And so... Um, but what, what happens if they do offer him? Well, again, I mean, if they do, they do. Then the Jags, again... Okay. The Jags could miss out, or the Jags would move faster. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. That would speed them up? Yeah. I would, I would think. Again, Sexton's playing that game now. I think I also heard Dennis Allen is a Sexton guy, too. He's the agent. So mm-hmm. he has Byron and he has Dennis Allen. 
So if he has both those guys that could be in the mix in New Orleans, he knows exactly what's going on, yeah. right? And he says, hey, you better you better get cooking, Jacksonville. Yeah. Right? So it's uh, – Have you considered a last dance scenario? With what? Byron and Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, like – Like, have you considered all of this cold feet comes on Byron's side because he's waiting to hear from Tom Brady? Oh, I gotcha. Oh, that's to confirm. Yeah, well, here's here's the thing. That's a dangerous play for Byron, and from the timing standpoint, probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense because there ain't no way <laughs> great, English. Whoa, there's yeah. no way that Tom Brady's going to know in the next week he's coming back or that's not. That's true. He's not deciding in the next week. It, I think that's a few-week decision that's usually coming before the new league year starts. I don't see that. Hmm. I mean, it's interesting though. It's right? a, yeah, it's a good well, call. No, like I, I think, like yeah, I get it. You, you put the cool Instagram post out there, and you can go and make your media rounds. I think Brady knows what he wants to do already. Like, it, it, like okay, it, if you have, if you want to walk away, then you know you're going to walk away. I think, like uh, I think, if there's a party that wants to come back, then that part of you is going to win the day. Uh, I think if there's any percentage of you that wants to come back and play the game of football, especially being Tom Brady being the goat, then you're going to come back. Now, if he's a hundred percent. Positive. He doesn't want to come back, then so be it. But I don't think he's at that point. He, well, I think the only thing that changed, I would normally agree with you, but I think he showed some vulnerability in the comments. He really did. For the first time, he showed real vulnerability in terms of the family and Giselle and, and everything else. And yeah. so I think he's thinking about it more than ever uh, before. Uh, the other thing is this. I mean, hasn't they already, did they just, did Arian say he's already taken the play calling back, like, regardless? I don't or is know. Somebody said Byron Byron leaves. Leaves. Yeah, yeah, just Byron leaves. Okay. Yeah. Um, has the Ian Rapport tweeted out about uh, Josh McCown and all his stats of why the, the Texans <laughs> should hire him yet or not? I haven't seen that Probably, one. Probably, yeah. Oh, there are no stats, I, though, right? I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Well, he's been in the league forever. How many different teams has he been on? I haven't seen any Ian Rapport stats about Josh McCown. Got plenty of Bill O'Brien ones, though. Cool. By the way, nobody else is moving. I thought, I thought the dominoes would fall so much that we'd have five guys hired by Friday afternoon. It's just two. Yeah. Josh McDaniels screams Vegas, right? Like, that's a sexy hire for Vegas. I if think it so. happens. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. It's great. I mean, it means a lot. It means a lot um, with this team, this organization. And, I mean, this is rare. Like, a lot of people have great careers and they're not able to um, achieve some of the things that. Um, I've been blessed to achieve and be on teams that I've been blessed to be on to, to be in this situation. So I'm just trying to embrace this moment, um, embrace every moment, and embrace my teammates and have fun with it at the end of the day. But uh, I'm definitely, you know, still trying to remain super locked in, super focused, um, and do what I got to do so we can, you know, reach the ultimate goal. I don't, you know, I don't want it to end here or after this week. That is Jalen Ramsey, former Jags cornerback Jalen Ramsey. For the second time in his young career, has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You know what's interesting? He didn't say any guarantee at a pep rally, did he, this time around? I don't believe so. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I find interesting, you know, this is what's cool about Jacksonville and the Jags fan base, and I know we, like, applaud Buffalo a lot. Like, they hang out in the cold until, like, 1 in the morning. There's a good amount of Jags fans now at that stadium when they came back from beating Pittsburgh Yeah, to welcome back the team. 
I guess the Rams didn't. No, the yeah the Rams. I didn't think the Rams had something like that. They they were in Tampa, so like right. You know, and it's funny how just different markets do it like that. And yeah. the Jags, that's pretty cool. Uh, that uh, I mean, that's what it means to everybody around here when that happens. Do you mind Jalen Ramsey going to the Super Bowl? <sighs> that's a tough one, right? I don't think I do. I think I've said this before. That the thing I mind about Jalen Ramsey's success is not about Jalen Ramsey. It's about putting an exclamation point and digging the knife a little deeper in the fact of what's gone wrong in Jacksonville and allowing a player of that magnitude and that skill set to get away when you drafted him. So it doesn't have to, for my, like, I'm torn here because. I'm tired of talking about that kind of subject with the Jags, and that's the subject that needs to be discussed because, again, it's an exclamation point on it if Ramsey goes. But I kind of like the idea of Stafford going and, and some of those guys. Like, I think they're a likable team. I mean, even Aaron Donald. I mean, he's such a great player. He, he should get a Super Bowl, right? So, yeah. um, again, I don't mind it for Jalen. Uh, it's just what it represents <laughs> about what the Jags have done. I don't hold that against Jalen, but I'm also tired of that – topic around here and uh i guess that's my <laughs> that's one reason in the back of my mind i'm like uh okay how about san francisco in this game no for sure um you know how i feel about jalen man like i don't really let it get to me i don't ever feel the need to really tweet anything about him you know he's i'm, I'm kind of indifferent to the whole situation but much like you said if he does win one and then he gets on the microphone talking to Aaron Andrews, whoever's interviewing him, and, you know, he, he does Jalen stuff. Well, then it's going to be like, yeah, we had him here. You know, we just couldn't make it work. And, and like, that's that's hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Jalen, the person, whatever, man. Yeah. You know, I, I don't got the time or energy to, 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 to feel a certain way about you, but I do have time and energy to feel a certain way about how he was handled here um, and what you got in return for him. Yeah, I think that's the same as all of us. Glenn actually says, Jalen for two weeks before the Super Bowl would be brutal for me. I hear you. I think there, yeah, I think there's an element of that. And again, it's not really a negative on Jalen as much. I think there is for some people, mm -hmm. but not for me on that part. Uh, uh, and, and yeah, Dan says this, don't like Jalen, but totally understand him wanting out and don't like the way he went out. But hey, after, watching this, after watching this mess, don't, don't, I don't blame anybody for wanting out. Well, and here's, and seriously, this is, and I, I mean this out of love, Jaguars fans. If Jalen goes to a Super Bowl, and if he wins it, well, I mean, I think he's still won regardless. But he, he got his way. Like, you can say he's a snake. You can say he turned his back on the Jaguars and all this stuff. He got what he wanted. Jalen wins. You lose. Yeah. Simple uh, as that. All right, uh, let's pick time here. Brandon Ponsel, jackscoastalhomes.com. Let's bring him in. Getting hot right at the right time, even though hey. um, you're stuck in the basement. What's happening, man? Hey, I win them when they count, right? <laughs> I need to. I'm dormy here. I need to win them when they count. I gotta, I'm picking two things right now. I'm picking not only who I – like, I have one thing I pick – I should think who I – um, who I think should win. That's I finally said it right. And then the other one is I really have to try to figure out what Casey is going to pick because I have to pick the next three right to tie him for the year. You understand what I'm saying? I have to pick both of these done. right, and then I got to pick the Super Bowl right. Well, you got to hope that you don't pick the same team that That's he does. That's the thing. I yeah, gotta exactly. play. He's playing defense, but yeah. 
think Casey should go first on each pick. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm fine that with was, going first, but you wrote yours down, did you not? Yeah, the way I did it, uh, Brendan, is I gave my picks to Austin, so neither I texted him. I don't. So neither one of us would have a chance to okay. do what you just said. Okay. Uh, so you have his picks. The the, the picks are locked in. Okay. I, I, I have the picks here. I've locked them in. Yes, I, I almost, have the picks I almost thought about putting the, our picks in an envelope and not revealing them until after the Super Bowl <laughs> and seeing it just to keep the... Because if, yeah. if we find out in the next five minutes that we hey, have one of the same games, I'm the gonna, picks are over I'm, before we even pick them. I'm going to be honest. I can't handle many more envelopes. <laughs> We're with you, okay? I, but let's just keep it to a one envelope minimum or a maximum here on the show until further notice. Please. All right, Brandon Ponsel, let's get it rolling. Uh, JacksCoastalHomes.com for all your real estate needs, by the way. And uh, Casey Kurtz, take it away. Uh, I guess we'll start with uh, Brandon because you were 4-0 last week. You're hot, so keep it rolling. Bengals plus 7 at the Chiefs, minus 7. I, I think the, the Bengals are going to uh, struggle on Sunday. It's going to be kind of a... You don't you don't go to the Super Bowl in your first run, so I think the Chiefs roll. I think it'll be uh, somewhat of a blowout, maybe Chiefs by twenty. So uh, I'll take the Chiefs. Austin, your pick. Yeah, Chiefs. Whatever. I mean, I've, I've been out of this for a while now, but Chiefs. Okay. Casey, your pick. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it is a weird game right now. Like you, you have to win, but at the same time, you can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> and all he's trying to do is play defense. He doesn't even care who wins. Yeah, <laughs> what, what you're trying to do is guess who Brent picked. Yeah. Yep. But I feel like Brent would have to pick Cincinnati, even though that doesn't make any sense. But I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Oh, well, that's the game. Dang it. That's the game. Hey, you happy? <laughs> I picked the Bengals. I was kidding. No, hey. <laughs> Yeah. Got it right. <laughs> Brent changing his pick. Yeah. All right. What are you, what are you, what's the next game? Three and a half for the Rams? Yes. What would you pick, Casey? I'll take the 49ers. Damn it. I got that one right. You did get that I one right. I picked the Rams. Yeah. Son of a gun. Brent, who you got, man? I'm two games away from back-to-back Super Bowl picks on this show, so uh, I'm just ride the Rams. And ride the Rams. Hope they make me look good. I hope they make me look good in two weeks. So you had Rams and Chiefs at the beginning of the year? No, I had Bucks last year. Oh, okay. win the Super Bowl, and I picked the Rams this year at the beginning of the season. All right, so. and Casey's got the Rams going to the Super Bowl, too, so he's just thinking the San Francisco will cover the three and a half. What do you yeah, think? and meanwhile, our Green Bay Packers just, yeah. man, they let us down, Brent. I honestly think, like, I still think the Bills are the best team in football and yeah. lost. Yeah. Let's just do like the best out of three. Rule. Well, they should do the best out of three, then. They would, it would Chiefs, have, Bills. Might have been better than this game coming up. <laughs> we'll see. I, I have the Rams. Uh, okay, that's it. That's all we got. Well, that was we, Hey, can we do the Pro Bowl to add a game in? Can we throw a Senior Bowl in there, too, yeah. as well? Senior Bowl. Give me the North. <laughs> Casey will be like, North. what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> senior Bowl hockey MMA fights coming up. Let's go. All right, Brandon Paul yeah, riding. Hey, uh, what's going on in the real estate world? It's just not going to slow down. Uh, just want to reiterate, too. Folks that are thinking about buying, if you wait, you're just going to overpay or end up renting uh, for a long time because there's no inventory, um, people aren't selling, so you just got to find something you like and make a move and, and get an investment and a long-term holding and a place to uh, put your roots. Yeah, uh, let me ask you one question. Do you think uh, interest rates, are they here to be like this for a bit, or are they going up soon? <laughs> Interest rates are going to trickle up, but I just don't see with the lack of inventory how it will correct the market and call it a pullback. So at the end of the day, you 
you buy your payment, not your uh, purchase price. And the, the interest rates are still hovering at what are relatively uh, traditional lows. So it's still still good interest rates, low threes. Um, they might end up at four by the end of the year, but right now they're at three. So it's still a still a good time to buy. And Jacksonville is as good a market as any in the country to um, to buy property right now. All right, good deal, man. Uh, well, uh, thanks. For jumping in, and uh, we'll visit with you again in a couple weeks before the Super Bowl. All right, sounds good, fellas. All right, game Sunday. Yeah, yeah you, you bet. Too, man. That's Brendan Ponsel, JacksCoastalHomes.com. You know, I really wanted to. I, I actually thought Casey would pick the underdog with the seven points with the Bengals. So I, I read it wrong. I would have picked yeah. Cincinnati. I should have went with my gut. But didn't you say that the Chiefs have been making some money, right? Because you keep on picking them. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing: I'm Seven's pretty a lot in the postseason now. It is, but yeah. I'm pretty confident. You want the Bengals? Yeah, no, nah, I don't want to do that. All right. You I win the picks. Oh, I mean, I right. would take the Bengals, but... Uh, Come Brent. <sighs> who did you pick, by the way, Austin? The second game? Chiefs and who? Uh, Rams. 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 Chiefs yeah. and Rams. Rams. Hey, let's uh, talk a little bit more about those games actually coming up. Uh, okay. we'll, talk, we'll get away from the Jags for at least a moment. We'll bring it back in football. <laughs> <The> playoffs? <laughs> yeah. Talk about playoffs? You know, it's, you know what's crazy is I was looking at like an interview today with Joe Burrow, and I'm like... Oh, that's what they're doing in Cincinnati? Like, they're talking about a two wins from winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, it's just amazing. Like, the, again, it, it just showcases the NFL. You can make the case that the worst team in football, there's more of a buzz about their football team this week than there is about the Bengals, who are one win away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. I know that's no. We're, we're here. We're though. being talked about more. Yeah. I mean, I, they had Rappaport on McAfee's show to talk about the Jags, not the Bengals. That's true. I have. Yeah. We've reached uh. this point where every email I get, every text I get, every phone call I get is now, what the hell are the Jags doing? Oh, yeah. I've got a couple of those. Like you said that you got that yesterday at the gym a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Or wherever you were. Uh, yeah, that's why sure. I'm filtering in some different emails to your box. Sent you an advertising one. Yeah, Casey's got, Casey's got a little vacation coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get that one? No. No. That's there. Well, I'm oh. glad somebody Hey, by the way, Casey, you put it in my both mailboxes. Nicely done, man. I wanted to make sure everybody got it. Oh, when hey. I don't show up to work, I don't want anyone being like, where's Casey? Is that right. like next week? No, it's for my wedding. Uh, oh, okay. that, in March. That'll be in March. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports <laughs> Jacks on ESPN 690. <laughs> done a great job of just neutralizing Aaron Donald. They don't run at him. They run away from him. They make sure he's always chasing every play. If they have to formation it and shift and motion and all these things, or if they just line up in and they know that he's going to be away, they never run towards Aaron Donald. And then, obviously, when you're throwing the ball, they get the ball out quick, right? And so I want to say the last time the Rams won and beat the Niners, Aaron Donald had four sacks, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. Like, he took over the game. And literally from that point on, Kyle's whole objective has been not allowing Aaron Donald to control the game, and, and that's kind of how they've been able to dominate. I don't know who that is. Oh, you should. Sounds Damn. like a former player, former quarterback. Oh, no. No, 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 no. You, you should know who that is. That wasn't was Rolowski, that, was it? What, what, was that PBR writer Brian Titman talking about? Nope. No? Not about Yellowstone. Um, no, I thought, I mean, he had a, the accent. Nah, you should definitely know, Brent. I should definitely know. Yep. By the way, we had Brian Tipman on earlier in the showcase. Yeah, you think that was great? Okay. It's hour one in the podcast, by yeah. the way. Actually, for Shacks. Oh, uh, we did. PBR coming to Jacksville tomorrow. I should get this. You really should. Can you play one more time? Sorry, excuse me, Casey. Sure. Think, it's not really like outside the box. 
but like think outside the box. Kyle's done a great job of just neutralizing Aaron Donald. They don't run at him. They run away from him. They make sure he's always chasing every play. If they have to formation it and shift and motion all these things, or if they just line up in and they know that he's going to be away, they never run towards Aaron Donald. And then obviously when you're throwing the ball, they get the ball out quick, right? And so I want to say the last time uh, the Rams won uh, and beat the Niners, Aaron Donald had four sacks. Yep. Oh, four fumble, fumble gosh, that took like me a little while. Sorry, Mojo. Yeah, he's and talking from a – it's like a – I know. I, it was like two tin cans with a, like a, yeah. a, a string tied together. He finally said something. I was like, oh, that's MJD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um, Christian got it <laughs> right here, too. I already said it, by the way, Christian, by the time I saw that. Um, 49ers and the Rams. Who wins? Uh, the Rams. Uh, why? I just think that the Rams are a more complete team. Uh, I, I'll take their defense. Um, I like the offensive prowess of the 49ers, but I think Stafford right now is playing at a pretty decent level. Um, I like him over Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, the X factor for San Francisco is obviously Debo Samuel, but, you know, Cam Akers is really coming into his own now. Otto Beckham Jr. is kind of having a resurgence, and obviously Cooper Cup's the best wide receiver in the game right now. So go and give me the Rams. And they're at home. But that doesn't really make a difference, does it? Well, the, I mean, they've tried they're to... not really at they, home. They tried to block yeah, the tickets. We'll see how many San Francisco fans are. It was amazing how many 49ers fans were there at the end of the year, like in that last game. And uh, we'll see if they do that. But they tried right away to block the tickets, essentially. I mean, they're rolling deep here in Jacksonville. For well, yeah, the, 49ers fans have been yeah. following, yeah. And uh, what, bigger than I thought, actually. Uh, you know, and I know they're a traditional program, but uh, I was wowed by how many fans were not only here, but also there. I will say this. I think the Rams, on paper, are the most talented team. I think they have more stars, blue-chip players, talent running across the field than anybody. Even yeah. Kansas City. Uh, even the Bills, who I think might have been the best team in the league. But um, I'll tell you what, San Francisco's not far behind. Like, that's the thing. For San Francisco, from Trent Williams to Debo Samuel to Ayuk and those others and George Kittle to Bosa and what they have on the defensive side. I mean, yeah. they have a lot of really good blue-chip players. And you know how sometimes, you, you, you know this, you're a baseball fan, Casey, that people talk about, hey, that's a team that's built for the regular season, and then, oh, there's a team that's built for the postseason. Yeah. San Francisco really has developed into a team that feels like they're built for the postseason. Hmm. Right? Yeah. This time of year, indoors, outdoors, you're not going to have to worry about the weather and stuff in L.A. But um, I agree with that. I, I think it's an interesting deal, and, and what a good chess match it could be with McVeigh and uh, Shanahan. I do like the talent, and, and Stafford's playing well. I agree with you. But I think this could be really good. Um, I I don't think the 49ers are great. And then I watched them the last two weeks. I'm like, Brent, you're an idiot, quite frankly. Yeah. Like, I should have given them more respect. Yeah. Like, I really should have. I, I don't know why they were bad at times in the in the I regular mean, season. Injuries are some. But, but I know that's the thing, too. Like, But Debo Samuel was awesome all year. Excuse. No, for George sure. George Kittle had some injuries, but... He's not even doing much in the postseason or in the last month, and well, they're still winning. And it's why I mean, Debo Samuel's a fantastic receiver in his own right, but also, you know, falling into the, the running back category now. But, like, I don't want to say he lucked into being the running back, but, like, they were so decimated by injuries that yeah. they had really no choice but That's to put point. him at some running back, and look how that turned out. You know, I will say there's one X factor of it. George Kittle seriously has not played, like, unbelievable the last, what, six weeks maybe? Yeah. Is that he blocking, though. He is, but what if he's he, a good block? I'm just saying. Yeah, what if he starts coming free now? And what if he explodes in this game? 
you know, and has one of the Kelsey kind of games. Yeah. That's I'm why the Niners sure. are going to win. I'm not even sure the Niners are planning on that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, have planned on that. And and now you get that to go along with Debo. Now you could have some firepower. It'll be pretty interesting. Okay, so you got him winning straight up, huh? I do. Nice. I love being right, don't get me wrong, but I think the 49ers are going to beat him. Uh, and the other side, I mean, since I just don't, I don't know how Cincinnati does it. Since you talk about blue chip players and then you talk about no namers. I mean, yeah. outside of Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, I know you can name other guys. I mean, they got a good defensive line now. They get after the quarterback. They, they do, but yeah. who are they is my point. Right? Trey Hendricks. Okay. Yeah. I, I know we know okay. him because we follow football. Okay. We're not, it's not Aaron Donald. It's not Bosa. It's not those guys. They're all, the guys are all pro. They should play very well. At some point, you can't keep winning giving up nine sacks. That is true. In theory. That is true. If they somehow pull out a win, you get sacked five or six times again. But, I'd... Casey, this could be a good, decent matchup because the front of Kansas City is okay, but they're not scary. If they were to beat Kansas City, then they go to the Super Bowl against one of those NFC teams. Holy cow, we might be looking at a blowout because of yeah. that reason. Yeah. Yep. You know? Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We gave you the latest on the coaching search, not just here in Jacksonville, but all around the league. There are some moving parts today, but no hires. Football at 5 on the way. Plus, NBA Slam Poetry still has to show up on the show. It's coming up on ESPN 690.